<laughs> or maybe I'm not ready. So much hey. for preparation. I, we're live right now. <laughs> and it's an ad for the God. Oh, there it is. Here we go. <laughs> Best laid plans of mice <laughs> and men. All right, well. Fits my day. Yeah. <laughs> so, officially welcome. Hello! To a live Godfather awesome. pro- broadcast from St. Anthony, Minnesota. Yep. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day to you. Thank you. On this April 22nd, 2019. Well, exciting, exciting show uh, coming up. Uh, uh, I am your lead. Yeah, today you you got uh, it, man. So uh, so we're gonna we're gonna be looking at a uh, a living myth podcast, uh, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. um, and I'd never heard of it until just a few days ago. So uh, always fun to find a little uh, diamond in the rough. Yep, new, uh, new fodder. Thousands of podcasts that are out there, uh, and you're listening to this one. So that's a that's a thank you yes. to to you. Uh, as Greg would call you, fodderheads, yep. uh, for listening to uh, the Godfather podcast. So today we're going to be looking at this uh, Native American myth about the old woman in the cave. And so that got me thinking on uh, on themes for the show. And so uh, what better cave people to talk about than the Flintstones? So we'll be talking about the Flintstones as well. But first, Gregory Heineke, yes, you, sir. sir, are in the hot, hot seat. seat. Hot All right. seat. Let's do it. All right. Let's get going. So um, so in this podcast, they talk about the importance of having elders uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the earth, on the, in the world uh, to help uh, guide us uh, through making some important decisions. And so it got me thinking about uh, people that uh, some great quotes out there that, that we kind of live by yep. or that are just really poignant and help us uh, help us to yeah to to lead full lives and to to think deeply so yep, i like that so i want to see uh, i'll give you 3 i'll give you some of them um i just want to see if you know them okay. but uh, i'll give you a multiple choice for the rest of them all right so here's the first one you know you're in love when you can't fall asleep because reality is finally better than your dreams was it dr seuss cs lewis or james matthew berry james matthew berry that is incorrect. It was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> really? Dr. Seuss. Well, yeah. that seems yeah. seems a little deep for him, but maybe not. So let's see if you know this one. Get busy, lyric. Though miserably can achieve greatly. Hmm. Is it JFK, Theodore Roosevelt, or Albert Einstein? JFK. That is correct. Let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love. Was that written, was that Jesus, Princess Diana, or Mother Teresa? Uh, Mother Teresa. That is correct. Yes. Very good. Uh, it is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. Elvis Dumbledore. <laughs> yes. Uh, J.K. Rowling. That is correct. Yeah. Very <laughs> good. Way to go. He knows his Harry Potter. Uh, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Oh, yeah. Ellie Wiesel, Martin Luther King Jr., or Abraham Lincoln? Uh, 
those who dare to fail. Joy words. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just thought nice selection. really stood out uh, the importance of, um, and now my show is, maybe we shouldn't have gone live tonight because my, <laughs> my Wi-Fi is not awesome. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. Uh, well, well, we're in, so <laughs> we're going to keep it going. Yep. All right. Um, so let's, uh, let's do the next thing. Stones, family, from the town of bedrock, history. Yeah, that's a little mana green there for me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, if you would have added the second verse, I'd have been like, ba, 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 hey! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right, so. I, I was yeah I found uh, this great mental floss article about the Flintstones uh, some fun facts okay so did you know that Barney and Fred were originally drawn to resemble cave people no. they were in long beards scraggly unkempt hair and in slightly distorted and hunched over shapes but uh, Barbara didn't go for it so they cleaned them up yeah good but good choice you know I if think. you think about the Flintstones Stone Age I mean they didn't. I mean, it is kind of funny now that you think about it. Like, yeah. they were cave people, but cave people didn't look Very like true. that. Very I didn't really think about it. <laughs> I mean, I guess the right closest now. they got was was uh, was Fred was kind of um, um, unshaved, like yeah. not well, – both. I guess both of them were kind of not shaven they, all the way. Yeah, so. what that well, kind of – Grace, yeah. yeah, five o'clock nice. shadow. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Do you ever, so, not to interject and switch away yeah. from the Flintstones, but did you ever watch Captain Caveman? I did not. You did not. Okay, no. Hanna Barbera. Yeah. More if yeah. you if you needed if you needed that. Yeah, um, you have to take Captain Caveman <laughs> out and see what you think about that. Uh, so here's another little ditty. I'm just gonna play uh, the commercial. Yeah. And see if it see if it works. Um, I want to hear this. But Since my, my now here. my video's not working. <laughs> of course not. So everything's yeah. All right. Do I even have a show anymore? I, I, am I frozen? Okay. So I'll go to the next one and I'll, I'll keep working on it. Um. So uh, the last thing, uh, just how progressive this this cartoon was, was that um, Fred and Wilma were the first animated couple to sleep in the same bed. Hmm. Because most uh, most shows up in that point, um, they did not sleep in the same bed. So uh, they're not the official first couple to do that on on uh, on television in the '60s and '70s. I guess there was another show that did it, but um, still, uh, I thought that was pretty fascinating. It well, is, especially uh, again for an animated. Yeah, I mean, right. just number one that they would have done it. Number two, yeah, it's an animated show. Right. Yeah, that's super interesting. Yeah. Uh, so my video, my video guy is not working. Uh, he's uh, he got the night off, so uh, so the video's not going to play. So I'll just tell you that before they sold cereal and vitamins, the Flintstones helped sell cigarettes. Yeah, and there's actually a Flintstones cigarette commercial. I'm bummed I can't play the audio from it because it's hilarious. Um, but so uh, all right, well let's uh, let's do some uh, let's do some pod fodder. Pod fodder. Yeah. Are you ready with your? Um your segue into 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking about doing pod fodder. Um, but yeah, let's do that. Yes. It's empty in the valley of your heart The sun, it rises slowly as you walk Away from all the fears and all the faults you've left behind The harvest left no food for you to eat You cannibal, you meat eater, you see But I've seen the same, I know the shame in your defeat And I... <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, the yeah. Cave the by cave, Mumford and Sons. That's a great yes, song. Yes. Yeah. So, so the Living Myth podcast. You, you just stumbled across across it, I guess. Yeah, and I've been, I was looking through um, all the different uh, podcast options. There was uh, there's a lot of them. Um, there was uh, you know Without Fail. Then there was you know some Earth related ones. There was like uh, you know Get Your Zephron Gun. Um, there was uh, you know, yeah, all sorts of myth-related ones too. So sure. Uh, so here we are, living myth, Michael Mead, the Cave of Wisdom, and it's about the old woman in the cave, a Native American myth, uh, where this uh, woman is weaving for a long time, and she wants to weave a beautiful uh, quilt, um, and and uh, she. Wants to make it extra special, so she's using the quills of a porcupine, um, and uh, it's it's yeah this 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 thing of beauty. Uh, so she's doing this for you know long long time. Then uh, she goes into like the back room or something where yeah. there's this soup of nature yeah. or the soup of creation. It's a cauldron. Cauldron. That, yeah. yeah. So she's stirring it to to uh, keep that at just the right uh, consistency. Yep. Seeds and, and herbs and just a lot of the different yeah, things that, right. are, that are needed for nature. Yep. And then while she's doing that, her black dog comes in and pulls one of the threads and completely unravels this, uh, this beautiful garment. Yep, all um, of her work. All of her work it's, goes away, and she comes back in, and she just starts up again and yep. gets uh, an idea for a new design that's right. even better than the last one, and she just starts doing it again. Yep. So that and was uh, that was it's kind of about the collapse and the renewal is what he uh, what he yep. kind of calls it's that chaos and creation. Yeah. Yes. And he says we need to be with this woman, right? Right. We need to make sure that um, we actually are a part of. Um, helping her. We we already have the chaos. Right. Is the way that he started yeah. this then yep. as he segued into his comments and said that we need to be with her uh, to help with that other side, that, that renewal, that creation piece. And I thought it was fitting for, for the Earth Day discussion. Uh, yes. You know, talking about uh, and you know how how many things um, undo seem seem to be undoing this this beautiful garment that is the earth around us and um and how like you know people will say well it just would be so much easier if she didn't have the black dog right you know like if the dog just wasn't there at all uh and how fitting that is uh you know because i i think we all could say oh it just would be so much easier if it just never happened mm -hmm. 
or uh, if she was taking better care of the dog, <laughs> or like it's not like she didn't know it's that she has this dog, right? Um, uh, but I, I think that again, uh, that's a huge part of the story. And I, one of the quotes that stood out to me was uh, because if she finishes the garment, uh, completion means death. Uh, so we are to be grateful, in fact, for the chaos. Because uh, it's only after chaos that comes this new order and and kind of kind of reminds me of this uh, story from when I was growing up um, about uh, about the chaos dis- disrupting everything that you do uh, and so I uh, I had to do this school project um, I had to make a uh, you know one of those um, you know, tag board type things um, a map of the United States of all the capitals that I visited. And so, um, you know, I had pictures and I had tacks and I had, you know, stuff all over this big map of the United States. And I had it all mapped out on the kitchen table and, um, and it was really fun. I really enjoyed, you know, getting into it. I put it all together, uh, was feeling really good about it, went to bed and, uh, and now it should be noted that I have a younger brother. Um, many of you know him. He's been on the show before, referenced him many times, uh, Dave. Um, I'm, you know, a good eight years older than him, and uh, he was watching me uh, put this project together, uh, which at the time seemed, you know, really cute and, and cool, until uh, the next morning when I woke up, uh, he had taken a marker and had completely destroyed the whole thing. Right. You know, maybe not at the time, but let's maybe not focus on that part, but that it taught you perseverance or grit or, um, well, it's like, you know, I don't know if grateful is the word because it is what it is. Yeah. Like you can't really change what happens. You just have to respond to what happens. Interesting. Yeah. So I, you know, am I, it's more like I'm, I'm grateful for persevering through the chaos that gets thrown in, but to say, Oh, I, you know, I'm grateful that this happened. I, I don't know that I could, yeah, that I can say that, yeah. but it's maybe it's, maybe from that. That's where that yeah. thankfulness or gratefulness yeah. could come. Right. But I mean, the, those those dogs and those things, the the chaos. I mean, it certainly makes life more interesting. Yeah, and you learn and you grow from it. Uh, and I think there's a, a, an appreciation and a gratitude for um, for for that process. Uh, but you know, it, it, you could just as well say there's lots of different ways that you can. Uh, you can learn and grow. So yeah, and I think that's the piece too. And it, he he points out that the the dog being black is significant because right. the the black is representing darkness. Right. So you you don't you can't see it. You are yeah. lost. I'll, yeah. Almost cliche like. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but again, from the darkness is new creation. Right. When right. once a little bit of light, no matter how exactly. small, comes yeah. into that. Yeah. The darkness does actually create the backdrop for brilliance yes uh that that it without that contrast you wouldn't know what's beautiful and what's not yeah so, so i think I, it's significant i, I like your words where because he, he says it's needed but he doesn't say grateful that was me mm-hmm. maybe adding into yeah. it and, mm-hmm. and trying to think about how can i maybe see some some positives from yeah. from those negatives of life well he did say be grateful for chaos i mean that that was he did talk about that but he um you know talking about how in order to to grow, we are all to kind of go to that dark place, uh, to seek out things that are fearful yet in- intriguing, 
um, because that's where you learn to find your your thread. Yeah. And if everyone's doing that, then that's how the the garment gets rewoven, and and then you do recover what was lost. Yeah. So um, I I do think there is. I mean that that. And how the story has three elements. There's the weaving of the beauty of creation. Yeah. Uh, there's the stirring and the sustaining, you know, part of of keeping that. But then there's the unraveling, inevitable unraveling, uh, where you just need to find the next design, you know, yeah. and you have to just you just have to go with it. And he he mentions that with those three things, it is I, I don't know necessarily cyclical, but you need to have that unraveling and that chaos to to allow it to have the creation. I mean, this this path you can have that epiphany. You've found yourself, and yet then he says, "I've got to go take care of the children. I've got to rake. I've got right. to do the dishes." Life. I mean, we, that right. echoes kind of what we've had in our last podcast about you know you you can have this major life event, and yet t- there's still the just the day to day. Right, getting yep. by and still surviving. Got to do life. Yeah, I mean, you, you know you can't put everything on hold to to you know stir the cauldron. Yeah, you know, like you just you do it and you know that there's other stuff going on around you, um, and that chaos might come in and and mess everything up. But that's that's what you got to do. So, what did you think about when he he mentions he kind of shifts a little bit and adds into this this myth? He adds in an Irish myth and he talks about um, the centerpiece. Do you know that that section where he's talking about mm-hmm. um, it's hollow and if you uh, you find that hollowness, you need to move to the edges and such. And he yeah. he mentions again for us here today how this is still con, um, connecting to us right now is that we are a part of these changes and right. our center is falling apart. Yeah. All the institutions are hollowing out, yeah, uh, in a sense, and that every, and we're all go, having to go to the margins for that to find out the new imagination for then refilling the center. Yeah, yeah. And so was, we don't yeah. have necessarily the same goal in mind or the same purposes, right. and so with, he he mentions politics, but you could use lots of different instances mm-hmm. where we're just not going to agree because that is right. that's the point. There's nothing yeah. there. Right. So we have to find where we connect, where yeah. we agree, and right. then we can make some progress. But until right. that can happen, it's just going to be it's and, going to be hollow. And how it is the role of of your elders uh, to to really um, find, seek, and teach ways that are life enhancing for the next generation. And I liked how he said, um, "Everybody gets older." But not necessarily everybody gets elder. Yes, and and how um, you know cultivating that wisdom uh, where you do become these living storehouses of wisdom, um, and it's not it's not from people who live these perfect lives, but it's from people who suffer, you know, and and have losses and weaknesses and how they've learned, um, and and out of that sorrow and brokenness, that's where the wisdom comes. Uh, and I, I love I love that, you know, imagery. I love, you know, kind of that sense of like that's how you, you wake up, you know, um, is, is through those experiences. And, you know, I like the, the quote, inside the elder is an awakened youth, mm-hmm. you know, yes. to, to think about how that that does uh, tie together your your youth you know, it does kind of come out, I think. And it can be eternal. And and he mentions that where you can get physically older, your body's going to slow down and, and such. And yet if you can have that eternal youth, 
in inside you and you can you can share these experiences right um that that really is significant for society again as a whole to grow yeah. and, and be reborn yeah well and i mean i guess i you know it's it, we can look around our world today and especially in in regards to you know the the planet um which did you hear what he said that the the meaning of the word planet is uh, it's a wandering star. Yes, that's what planet means is wandering star. Um, and, and I mean, we totally are wandering. I mean, mm -hmm. as a as a human species, but uh, you know, the planet just keeps doing what the planet does. It's the humans uh, that are the the unfinished um, the unfinished part of creation. Yeah, uh, that that you know the the planet isn't insecure humans are insecure that, that we're we're the great doubt of the universe yep. uh, we're the cutting acting, edge acting out of fear you know and and we're still trying to figure out how to be a part of creation and and that's an ongoing work and i i think people would agree that um we know how to recognize beauty and we're not doing the greatest job of sustaining but we at least know that it's there um it's we still don't know how to, you know, work together mm -hmm. to respond to the chaos that that comes that um, that if we can get that part down, then, you know, there's always going to be chaos. But if we can find way better ways to to work together. Yeah, uh, that, to that, that collaboration. It's the we need to have more elders. The elders feel for everybody. The elders are uh thinking about and he mentions seven generations away that's a, a long yeah. time away but so he he says that it's not about your kids obviously it's not about your grandkids he just goes down 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 yeah. seven generations to be thinking about the earth in that right perspective yeah. mindset where whoa and that's what's so wonderful Native American perspective on, you know, taking only what you need and giving back and just the, that sustaining. And, and it is cyclical. Yes. Versus, ah, whatever. It, yeah. It's, it's mine and it doesn't matter what's after me. They can take care of themselves. Type right. Of thing. I mean, I honestly have this, you know, my, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know, but I, it feels like. I, I don't think there will be a human species in seven generations if we keep going the yeah. way we're going. Yeah, because the Earth is still going to going to be here, and it'll still it'll be a wandering star, that, you know. It will be, but there won't be any. Uh, but there won't be any, any humans. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and maybe there'll be something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, did, I saw a report the other day. They just found another like species of human that existed. Really? Yes. Where'd you see that? I don't know. It was, I was scrolling and okay. I, and it was national geographic, okay. I think. And, uh, I mean, so like they're still discovering life form, you know, thousands and thousands of years later. So yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, uh, I think that kind of stuff is fascinating. But, it is. Um, but yeah, so work together, human souls, we're all connected somehow i don't know how but we are we are absolutely we are again work, work on your your being an elder right right, right. find your thread find, find your genius yeah. and uh and contribute it to the earth because because we need you you know we need you well that's another episode of godfather yeah you have your. I do. Um, so uh, shout outs today. Oh, we we absolutely have to. Have we some have some shout outs. Shout -outs. Uh, I do. do have a shout out for uh, 
for Jen Fryon. Thanks for uh, for tweeting uh, and that you listened to the the character episode. I hope your your character traits are um, satisfactory to you. I am still curious to hear what they are. Yeah. And uh, a shout out to uh, my buddy Dan Ferraro for uh, for coming to the Easter service yesterday. Totally made my day. It was great to see you. Uh, um, born on Drake. Um, good times. So uh, thanks for listening. And uh, and a shout out to Earth. I mean, way to go, Earth. <laughs> and John Candy. All right, that's another episode. Thanks for listening. Mumford and Sons taking us out. It's Godfather. is yours and I'll take mine now let me at the truth which will refresh my broken mind so tie me to a post and block my ears.